This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we're going to be continuing our walk through the book of Galatians, and I'll be reading chapter 4, verses 21 through 31. And as always, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Tell me, you who want to live under the law, do you know what the law actually says? The scriptures say that Abraham had two sons, one from his slave wife and one from his freeborn wife. The son of the slave wife was born in a human attempt to bring about the fulfillment of God's promise. But the son of the freeborn wife was born as God's own fulfillment of his promise. These two women serve as an illustration of God's two covenants. The first woman, Hagar, represents Mount Sinai, where people received the law that enslaved them. And now Jerusalem is just like Mount Sinai in Arabia, because she and her children live in slavery to the law. But the other woman, Sarah, represents the heavenly Jerusalem. She is a free woman, and she is our mother. As Isaiah said, Rejoice, O childless woman, you who have never given birth. Break into a joyful shout, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. And you, dear brothers and sisters, are children of the promise just like Isaac. But you are now being persecuted by those who want you to keep the law, just as Ishmael, the child born by human effort, persecuted Isaac, the child born by the power of the Spirit. But what do the scriptures say about that? Get rid of the slave and her son, for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance with the free woman's son. So, dear brothers and sisters, we're not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with the story of Abraham and Sarah, but I'll give it to you very briefly. You see, Abraham and Sarah really wanted kids. And God said, you know what? I will allow you to have children. But here's the catch. Abraham and Sarah were very old. They were far beyond childbearing years. They wanted kids, but they just couldn't have them. And what God did was he said, I promise you, you will have descendants that outnumber the sand on the beach or the stars in the sky. And they didn't think that was possible. They thought this was crazy. But they trusted God to provide. But just like God does sometimes, he doesn't give us those promises right away. He makes us wait. And so over time, as Abraham was waiting for God to fulfill his promise, he got impatient. So what he did was he had a child with one of his slaves, Hagar, and they bore a son together named Ishmael. Well, later on, Abraham had a child with Sarah, Isaac. And for the longest time, those two clashed back and forth because Abraham and Sarah got impatient with God. Now, I don't know if you've ever been impatient with God and his timing, but you'll find you often get more frustrated, or you, like me, are literally paying for your impatience. I'll tell you a personal story. A few years ago, I graduated from college. I knew for a long time I really wanted to work in ministry. I wanted to work in the church in some way, shape, or form. As either a youth director, a music director, whatever it may be, I felt I was gifted in both. And so, after college, I applied to many different places. But at that time, there was a recession, and churches just weren't hiring youth directors, music directors, those kind of what they thought is non-essential positions. Of course, they had pastors and that, but they weren't doling out a little extra money for those other positions. So for a while, I kind of laid in limbo. 
I did a lot of extra jobs. I did a lot of things around a town. I worked at retail. I, I worked wherever I could get money. And finally, I got frustrated with God. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to get my teaching degree because I feel like I can teach as well. And so I did. I went back to school. I paid an awful lot of money in loans. And by the end, almost to the day that I graduated, I got a phone call to come into ministry. And literally from that point on, I wrote a check. I literally paid for my inability to wait on God. Every month I would write a check to the loan company saying, you know, here, here's what I, I took out for my teaching degree. And each month I was reminded that I just couldn't wait for God's time. And finally, a couple weeks ago, I finally paid off those loans. And it was like this weight was lifted off of me because I knew, I knew right away that I shouldn't have done that. I should have waited on God's perfect timing. And if I had, I wouldn't have been hankered down and anchored down and weighed down with the poor decision that I made. Just like Abraham, he wouldn't have been weighed down with that poor decision that he made. So I ask you today personally, is there something that God's asking you to wait for? Maybe there is. Maybe there's something with a relationship. Maybe there's something, I don't know, that you want, that you're asking God for. And he's saying, wait, it's not your time. What I'm going to ask you to do is to actually listen to what God's saying. Because you, like me, could actually be paying, writing a check every month for the mistake that you made. Now, God isn't always like that. But sometimes, sometimes you literally pay for your impatience. What could I have done with the money that I spent on that degree that I'm not using anymore? What could I have done? What could I have done more? What could I have given more because of my impatience? Is there something that God's asking you to be patient with? Maybe it's not now. Maybe in a couple years, he'll ask you to be patient and wait for something. But I ask you, I beg of you, as somebody who's been in that position, wait for God's perfect timing. Don't get impatient. It might not seem like he's going to answer it, but I guarantee you at some point he will. And like I said, it will be his perfect timing. God is, not le- ne- God is never late. God is never tardy. He's always on time. On his time, not necessarily our time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I ask for those that are listening to this podcast who are waiting for something, waiting for an answer from you, maybe waiting for a door to open or maybe a window to be cracked open. God, I pray that you allow them to hold fast in their patience, that they don't make the same mistakes I did or even Abraham did, that God... If you're leading us to do something, that God, we wait for your perfect timing. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you're a loved child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.